Brian McCann, the catcher. He doubled his first time up, belted one to left field. Here's the first pitch to McCann, and this one's hit well. Right field, that's going to send Bonifacio back. He's on the track, and there it goes. Two-run shot for McCann. Puts the Astros up four to nothing here in the fourth inning. And for McCann, that's home run, number seven on the season. Almost got that to the fountains and in right field. Absolutely annihilated that baseball. McCann had been struggling since coming off the, the concussion DL. Now, another Astros podcast. 0-2, swing and a miss. Bonifacio goes down on strikes. And that is the ball game. How about it? 11 in a row for the Astros as they take game one in Kansas City, winning tonight by a final of 7-3. 11 straight wins on the road. That's a franchise record for this Houston Astros team. What a road trip it's been. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Astros manager A.J. Hanch. Astros, their 11th straight win yesterday, defeating the, the Kansas City Royals. And impressive to, to watch this team work. And it seems like in so many of these games, not just during this streak, but throughout this season, able to get some runs late to make things a little easier. And got that big three-run home run from Yuli Gurriel in the ninth inning that, that gave you some separation. It did. And, and we had a, a couple of anxious moments during the game. I thought our bullpen came in and did a good job of stranding the runners when they had first and third in the middle part of the game. And then, you know, having a lead, you know, is always nice. Having an extended lead allowed me to keep Giles out of the game and keep me put Feliz in and, and save the back end of our bullpen. So uh, a lot of good comes out of that three-run homer. There was a collective exhale after a nice base hit by Bregman. We took advantage of an error. Uh, Gurriel sits on a slider and, 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 and hit a bullet. You mentioned the bullpen, and Mike Fires pitched into the sixth inning, wound up giving up a couple of base runners coming out of the game and Ramin Goudouin second big league appearance in a high leverage situation with the tying runs on and and got two two good left-handed hitters in his Royals lineup with the line out and the strikeout he did you know fires do very well uh from the really the whole game even some of the stuff they did against him um was a little unlucky for him they had the bunt base hit they had yeah. a couple bloops they had a ground ball up the middle that turned into a double based on where we were playing so yeah. there was just so much that that happened with fires even when I took him out he didn't really deserve to come out he'd pitched fine uh, but I wanted to give Goodwan a chance to pitch in that leverage spot. I'd pick that pocket before the game that I really wanted him to, uh, to to test him with and see if he could get the outs. And not much room for error there with first and third. Nobody out. He comes in, gets a line drive, check swing, kind of soft line drive to, to third. And then the big at bat with Moss being able to punch him out after a bunch of sliders and a 95-mile-an-hour fastball uh, was sort of an arrival moment for him to hopefully build some confidence and, and maybe get used a little bit more. And I mean, you look at Goudouin and you look at what he brings to the table, looks like a guy who could be a, a back-end bullpen guy against lefties and righties with that, that great fastball and the developing slider. He, d he does. I mean, if he's in the strike zone, he's a, it's a tale of two different pitchers. As a young pitcher in the minor leagues, he's had a hard time harnessing that stuff. It's been 95 to 97 miles an hour. He's got a wipeout slider. I think we finally convinced him that the use of the slider is going to be very effective. He doesn't have to just throw fastballs. Uh, he showed that last night by coming in and throwing four or five sliders in a row to Moss. So um, he's going to get some more opportunities, and, and, and I've been most impressed in his, in his first two outings that he's been inside the strike zone and really challenging hitters. Brian McCann, uh, really even dating back to before he went on the concussion DL, uh, had, had an over, a rather long offer going at one point and uh, came through with a, a couple of big hits, had the two-run home run and a double. Good to see him swinging the bat well. It is nice, and, and, it, and it goes to show when a, when a guy takes a week off, whether it's being 
on the bench for a week, whether it's on the DL for a week, whether it's it's just not playing, uh, your baseball rhythm and timing gets affected. And, and even if you've been in the league for 10 years. So it's it's nice to see him get untracked. He wants to contribute. He's hitting at the bottom of the order again and 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 and, and is a dangerous potent bat there at the bottom where he can he can get that first pitch fastball hit a ball out of the ballpark and change the scoreboard david paulino getting his second big league start today and uh, paulino his first setting in minnesota saw some good moments uh, four innings two runs certainly gave you a chance when uh, obviously you'd like to see him get stretched out a little further yeah i mean our bullpen is absorbing a lot of a lot of innings um and and some of that strategy when when i want to go to a different matchup but some of it is is just pitch counts and and trying to protect some of the younger pitchers so it'd be nice for paulino who's built up to to 95 100 105 pitches to to use those pitches effectively get into the into the sixth inning we'll have a bridge we got the back end of our bullpen is mostly rested so um that's the recipe to win tonight aj hench thanks for joining us i don't think aj hench would ask yuli to bunt Mm -hmm. no that would be brutal try to put your players in situations to succeed and for a guy that's not experienced it's not easy to to bunt a 95 mile per hour fastball or more Oh, one, and that's it in the air, pretty deep to left field. Gordon is going back, looking up. See you later! Into the Royals' bullpen. That's a three-run home run for Yuli Gurriel. And the Astros' lead is 7-3. to three. Boy, he popped that one. Gurriel all over that little cut fastball and drills it into the bullpen in left field. Gurriel homering for a second straight day. It's his sixth home run of the year, and Yuli now has a six-game hit streak. Nope. Astros aren't going to ask him to bunt. Welcome back to Astro Launch, everybody. This is Steve Sparks, and I'm with the first baseman, gold glover Eric Hosmer of the Kansas City Royals. Eric, first of all, I want to talk about the way you hit against the Astros in particular. Third best among active players as far as average goes. Do you cheat? or What's going on? I have no idea. I honestly uh, didn't have a clue about that until you just brought it up, but... Uh, you know, there's so many games, the season's so long, and, um, you know, you play these guys so many times, I guess you don't really stop and think of, of how you're doing against certain teams. Uh, you have a little better feel against uh, teams in your division because you play them so much. But um, to be honest with you, I don't know. The, you know, every pitcher I face off their team seems like they're, uh, you know, number one guy. So uh, I couldn't tell you. Tell me about yesterday was nine years ago that you got drafted by the Kansas City Royals. Do you remember anything specifically with the draft coming up right now, what it felt like as a high school guy knowing you were going to go pretty high? Yeah, it's a a crazy feeling. You know, you go through all the the stuff leading up to the draft and to finally figure out which team's going to select you and, um, you know, where you're going to end up for your career. The beginning of your career is is unbelievable. And uh, it's a special day for a lot of kids that work really hard for that moment. So, um, you know, all you can do is really just enjoy it with all the people to help you got there. We hear a lot of things. Uh, a lot of times guys get drafted by teams they hadn't even talked to. Was that the case with the Royals? Were they trying to be sneaky about the, liking you so much? Uh, no, actually the Royals were, you know, one of the, the couple teams I did talk to. I didn't really talk to many teams before the draft, but um, the Royals were one of the teams. So um, I always thought it was a possibility just because we had the meeting. But uh, like I said, you know, once the day comes, there's so many good players and uh, especially when you're going in the, in the first round, you don't really know what's going to happen. So you just kind of sit back and hope for the best. We were talking about during the broadcast in last night's game, this fan base here in Kansas City, obviously you guys have played really well for the last few years, but it's kind of a special fan base. It looks, looks to be a lot of loyal, a lot of enthusiastic, uh, really embrace you guys. Yeah, it's, uh, it really is a special, and especially uh, you know what uh, most of the guys that have came up to this system have gone through, uh, 
you know, all the playoff runs have obviously been a lot of fun, but, um, you know, it's something that, you know, we feel that we're all in it together. We all came up here in 2011 and 2012 and uh, just got our feet wet in the big league level. And, uh, you know, here we are in 2017 with a couple World Series under our belt, one championship under our belt. So it's uh, it's really cool to see how far we've all come. And um, it's just a, it's been a blast. And the time definitely flies by, that's for sure. When you were a kid, you joined the pitch, hit, and run contest in Florida. What were you, 10 years old? Uh, I was actually eight years old. Eight years old, and you got a chance to go to the All-Star Game, 1998 in Denver. What was that like? I mean, that had to be almost a surreal moment for you. Yeah, it was incredible. Uh, the first time I ever got to step on a big league field and uh, really just look around and, and just take in the whole atmosphere, the uh, three decks of stands. And, um, you know, I tell you what, it was amazing. And uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Was, was one of my favorite players growing up. And that was the uh, the home run derby that he said he wasn't going to do. And then he ended up coming out late and surprising all the fans. So it was really fun to be there. Then last year at Petco Park, you were an all-star. You were the MVP. Yeah. Did you think back to when you were a little kid when you got to go to your first all-star game? Yeah, that's um, you know certainly what you dream about when I was there at eight years old is to hopefully be one of the big league guys that are uh, there playing in the all-star game one day and um, you know to, to be the MVP of the game and hit a home run and uh, get to have my family there watching me it was a special moment. And, um, you know, it seems like each year uh, a different season brings a – couple special moments for uh, you know the team and, and individually for us and that was definitely one of them for me last thing Eric there's another guy on your team right now who was in the pitch hit and run contest he got to go to the all-star game 2003 in Chicago can you name it no idea um, if I had to guess maybe maybe Whit Merrifield that'd be my guess no I don't know here it is it's uh, the guy pitching for you guys tonight Jacob Junis. No kidding. How about that? I got to talk to him about it. I didn't even know that. <laughs> there you go. That's uh, Eric Hosmer. Thanks for catching up. Good luck the rest of the way. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network.